A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the Hatchery. Chapter 24 Reconciliation The following day, Georgia got ready early, resolved to catch Franklin at his condo before he left for his morning workout. It had been a rough night, and despite their recent breakup, she hoped she could elicit his support and understanding. This baby was his too, after all. She wanted her child to know its father. Franklin watched her approach his condo through the window of his small living room. Her expression looked determined, but not angry. He decided to wait until she knocked. He wanted to see if she would change her mind and turn back around. He got up from the couch and waited anxiously behind the door. As soon as he heard the tentative knock, he pulled the door open and welcomed her with a familiar, charming smile. Did you miss me? Franklin didn't wait for a response and pulled her to him, enveloping her in his muscular arms. I missed you, too. The two stood there silently breathing together. After a bit, he pulled away and reached for her chin, turning her face towards his. You okay? There's something you need to know, Franklin. He smiled again. Don't worry about it. I won't say anything. I'm sorry, I just got stupid jealous. Now it was her turn to pull away. You won't say anything about what? Come on, Georgia, <laughs> he chuckled. I know all about what you've been up to. How could you? I saw you smuggle that cousin of yours into the exotics dorm. By the way, I can't believe you thought he could pass as a woman out in public. He shook his head, chuckling. <laughs> Good try, though. Love the wig. Nice touch. Franklin saw the frown of disapproval crossing George's face and rushed to explain himself. I came by after our fight. I wanted to apologize, but then I saw the two of you walking together. At first, I've got to admit, I wanted to break his face. But then I realized... There's no way anything was going on, you know, like that, between you and him. He put his hands around her waist. I'm a little dense, I know, but I understand now. Shit. Phil's your cousin. It's only natural for you to want to protect him. Georgia bit her lip. Oh, I see. So how's old Phil doing? He's, he's fine. She had to think quickly. Thanks for not reporting him. It means a lot. Franklin shrugged, then looked at her with a self-satisfied grin. 
it's not like I had any choice in the matter. You know what would happen to you and your girls if the authorities found out. I know. She was completely annoyed with Franklin at this point, but told herself to be careful. This wasn't the time to let her guard down. She watched his expression for any sign of malice. I have to trust him. Franklin, Cousin Phil has been helping me, helping us. Our baby is safe, thanks to him. Franklin's indulgent expression changed in an instant. Jesus, Georgia! He turned away from her. I thought you were over this thing. Franklin, it's not a thing. It's our child. We have a baby daughter together. She's alive and she's healthy and she's growing. The words were spilling out of her. All we have to do is wait until she's out of the nursery. Phil said there are plenty of RTs who will take a bribe. We just have to apply for the adoption and... I get it, he frowned. That's why you're back. They won't let you adopt without a father in the picture, is that it? Shit, Georgia. What? No. I thought I should tell you about our baby. I, I thought you'd come around to it. We could be a family. That's what you want. You never asked me what I want, Georgia. He took a deep breath. Look, I don't want a kid, okay? I'm perfectly fine with the way things are, just the two of us. I don't understand why you insist on putting all of us in fucking danger over a fucking fetus. Georgia fought the impulse to slap him, taking calming breaths while she considered how to reply. We can't stop now. We've already done so much to... No, you're wrong. I haven't done anything. You've done it all. I'm not going to let you drag me into this. But it's dangerous enough that I know you've been hiding Phil in your dorm, Georgia. If they question me about it, if they torture me, I can't guarantee they won't break me. Georgia glared at him as he continued. He felt so uncomfortable and unfairly judged under her disappointed gaze. It made him feel weak. I don't know, but fuck. Look what they did to your cousin Phil. What makes you think that they wouldn't torture me to get information about your, your little secret? Franklin dug his hands deep into his sweatpant pockets and looked away. You're not the only one who has secrets, okay? He continued. Donors hear a lot of shit. I've made it a point to pay attention, to notice things, but I keep the information to myself. That way, in a few years when I'm, you know, used up, it could come in handy. Maybe it could buy me a few more years, you know? He stepped closer, trying to smile away the worried and confused expression on her face. He released a loud sigh and pulled her roughly to his chest, breathing in the scent of her hair. Hey, you know you don't have anything to worry about, right? I love you, Georgia. As long as we're together, I'm going to keep your secrets, I promise. You and me, we're a team. If we go down, we go down together. After that awkward, ingenuous reconciliation with Franklin, Georgia's conscience was even more disturbed than before. 
Franklin knew the exotics were hiding Phil in their dorm. It made her extremely uncomfortable to be subject to his emotional blackmail. When she got back to the exotics' dorm, she was surprised to find her fellow exotics waiting for her. Their panicked faces frightened her. What's wrong? It's Phil, Keisha answered. He's gone. Georgia pushed past them and ran into the rec room. It was emptied of any trace of Phil. The silky pink quilt and Sheila's floral dress were neatly folded and draped over the arm of the couch he'd used as his makeshift bed. I don't understand. Why would he leave? Anya shrugged. Maybe he did not want to put us at risk, you know, with the rules. Georgia picked up the quilt, draping it protectively around her shoulders. What's that? Keisha pointed to the folded note that slipped from between the folds of the quilt onto the floor. Iris snatched it up and unfolded it. It's from Phil. She handed it to Georgia. All eyes were on Georgia as she read the note to the group. To my lovely and gracious hostesses, I've given my situation much thought and concluded that I simply must take my leave. I'm so grateful for your hospitality and friendship, but I can't allow any of you to face the consequences for harboring a fugitive. I will always remember your kindness, fondly, Phil. Well, Georgia sighed, I guess that's that. I hope he'll be all right. The others nodded solemnly in agreement as each exotic took her turn to hug Georgia before going back to their long-established routines. <laughs>